High FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. For now, we've got on the line of Sandile Swana, political analyst. Sandile, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us at last minute. Thank you so much, Mike, and good afternoon to your listeners. Yes, and thank you again. Uh, we're looking into uh, the Sona address. I was saying earlier on when I introduced the show that I cannot believe we're already here. We're here already again with the State of the Nation address 2023. It's uh, been a while since the Parliament fire in Cape Town, since it's been in Cape Town. Now it's back in the mother city, apparently, Sandile. But uh, my first question to you is where? Where is it happening this year exactly in Cape Town? Okay, it's a it's a good question. Uh, the question is geographic. I am not sure, but uh, uh, I assume that they are hiring the ICC or the conference center. And your question is very relevant because uh, you'll remember that there was a panic last year uh, because the parliament had, had actually gone up in flames and then been bent down and so on and so forth. So it would certainly be one of the things the president would expect to start addressing to say, what does he think must be done about that? Now, it's a year later. He should start having answers about that because the, the city of council, uh, city of Cape Town offered to host them and I believe private industry has assisted to accommodate them up to this point. Okay, well, despite where it's happening, okay, you say it's going to be at the ICC Centre. So let's see what's going to transpire this year. For that matter, my first question to you, Sandil, well, second question, if I can put it to you this way. What, what can we expect from Sona this year, given the political, if you can call it political upheavals, the economic crisis that we're in at the moment? The, I'll hand it over the, to you. What can we expect? The, the, the question in South Africa, obviously people always give things a political flavor, but if we are to be sincere, probably 60% of what the president has got to say revolves around load shedding. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, load shedding has taken us to so many places. It has taken us to water outages. It has taken us to threats to agriculture. Uh, It has taken us to unmanageable sewages and so on and reduce security in the residential area. Well, certainly, Sandile, if I can come in there, uh, we're a year away also from the elections. So this has got to really have an impact. Uh, This zone really has, has to have an impact on what South Africans want to hear. If you are to ask me, the only thing that can change the standing of the ANC in the election is not a sauna, it, it is the result. If right. within a certain point of time uh, we can get a message, I'm just making a random example from yeah. the farmers that the interventions of President Ramaphosa have restored uh, the agricultural sector, mm-hmm. that the mining industry is, is secure with its power supply, that sort of thing, that at least somebody is starting to come out of the mess. Mm-hmm. A speech like Sona is not going to give anybody hope. And let's emphasize that the last oh uh, headlines on City Press this mm-hmm. weekend, yes. they put the ANC already at 40%, and the most optimistic calculations put it at 47%. So whichever way you approach it, they are below 50%. No, sure. So the election is down. Is the, the whole story that was untenable from the first place that they can use the popularity of Ramaphosa to hide their poor performance and non-performance mm-hmm. and sustain elections because make you make the ANC popular because he was delivering at the highest GDP growth rate. 
and so on and so forth. Investors made more money under the leadership of Mbeki than they'd ever made. So, uh, so, so it was a totally different thing. It was not that Mbeki himself was popular. It was performance that made uh, the ANC popular. So now they came up with this far-fetched story that you can just have a nice guy who becomes popular. And, hmm. and that was far-fetched. And I think it's crumbling now. Oh, dear. Okay. Sandile, we, we have to move on. Just very quickly, I wanted to ask you, I see the EFF is threatening to disrupt again. Security measures, uh, what's in place for this? The, the EFF, believe that the, the, the presidency of Ramaphosa has been characterized by non-performance. Mm-hmm. And there is evidence, ESCOM, and the implications and ramifications of ESCOM are clear to everybody, uh, for everybody to see. Right. Unemployment is at record levels. Mm-hmm. Inequality is at record levels. Food security is starting to be in question. Mm-hmm. The cost of living is out of control. On top of that, Ramaphosa has developed a tendency of not wanting to have an honesty that can be checked. For instance, he did not want Parliament to check how honest he was around Palakal. Uh, when Judge Spandilengobo said there is something that needs to be checked by Parliament here, he came with Gwede Mandash, Spigil and Balula and others, and they bulldozed the whole thing and silenced everybody for the time being. So the EFF feels that this is a, pres- a president who's got a facade of this, of honesty, but behind it, there's a lot of dishonesty and, and lack of credibility. Sandile, sorry, I'm going to have to cut you short there. I just wish we could have taken the conversation uh, further, but we have run out of time. We are due now. Uh, news update. Sandile, thank you very much for joining us at such uh, short notice. Uh, we can only wait for Thursday. Let me get that right. Thursday at 6 o'clock in the evening to find out what's going to transpire from this uh, State of the Nation Address 2023. Sandile Etswana, political analyst, giving us a lowdown on what we can anticipate and what we can get out of these uh, Address.